0: The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network.
1: You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler.
0: Welcome in, everybody, to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast presented to you by Belly Up Sports. We got the whole crew on, all four of us, uh, ready to recap a sad week of um, LSU sports, uh, hopefully an optimistic week of Penn State sports, some NFL stuff, and just everything in between. How are y'all doing this weekend? I've had better sports weekends, I'll say that. And yeah,
2: the Saint fa- saved it for you. Nah, barely. <laughs> the fantasy is not looking great, is it,
0: Tyler? No, that, that's what's really getting me down. Yeah, we might. We, you know, we're going to preface the fantasy football segment this week with uh just go with your gut, uh, yep. and then we'll we'll give our tips because uh, it's not looking too hot. But we're we'll, we're we're getting through. We're getting through. Yep. um Futch, we're glad you were able to join us, but again. Ready yeah. for Penn State? You weren't here for Penn State, Ohio State, and they got beat. So we're hoping you can turn it around.
1: Yeah, I um I, I'm hoping this is a different week. If we decided to show up for for this one, hopefully uh now is the time because I feel like with the win we still have a chance for the college football playoff, considering everything that's happened.
0: That yeah. that is true. Uh is it at Michigan or is it at Penn State?
1: No, it's at Penn State. Uh okay. off I hate that. I want it to be a night game. Uh one um, last
2: time it goes to Johnson.
1: I don't do you, I like thank God, because I hate then you Johnson. get Gary Danielson. Yeah, yeah, get old Danielson.
0: Ooh, isn't he a, isn't he a trip? He's um, better
1: than Johnson, I'll tell you that much.
0: How do you feel about the whole Connor Stallion situation? You think you think he got Penn State signals before he was rolled out the door? They they officially fired him, by the way. He's gone. He was
1: just on a paid vacation
3: for the last. Well, oh, what's of stopping years him from going to some games? You know, sure. You still- that's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Who's stopping him from buying a ticket and going? And just because he's mean, not employed and getting money directly from, I mean, you could still. If send somebody wants to go in. check the Venmo accounts and see if he's getting paid, that's. Like-
0: go put them suckers on private now, because that was his <laughs> first mistake. Uh, but he's loyal to Michigan. I mean, it's been going on for a couple weeks, and he's got he had. I'm sure you all have seen the Michigan Manifesto, the 600-page playbook as to how he was going to take over the team and lead them so, to victory. Um, there's no way Jim Harbaugh didn't know about it, right? I mean,
1: he had to have known. Yeah, about it. like the sure. fact that the fact that Purdue's, you know, Purdue staff knew about it mm-hmm. and had evidence of it. You know, like you can't tell me Harbaugh doesn't know where every member of his staff is on a on a given weekend, like. I get it to a certain extent, like, oh well, you know, I don't control him and this and that, and he's his own person and everything. And then to top it all off, folks, here comes the uh the school president asking for due process in this situation. I said, Well, here we so go. He's you- at a
3: championship.
1: <laughs> right. You know, and it's like, oh, let's let's wait it out so they don't have to get penalized for the twenty twenty-three season, which I think is a bunch of crap. So I just think it's it's a situation where Nobody wins this season. I think the Big Ten is right to have all the coaches come in and talk about it like they did this past week and have a discussion about what should happen in their opinions. Um, and I think unanimously they stated that there should be uh some sort of punishment for Michigan's program. I mean, it's nothing against the players. I totally think that the players have nothing to do with it. Um and, and well, it was, yeah. A staff's
0: it's all, decision. It's all it's all stallions. And I'm sure maybe he can't – I'm sure Harbaugh's involved at some level, right? In
1: some level, yeah, he is.
0: And it's – there's no way you don't know one of your staffers is, is missing from, like, practice. Like, he may not know everybody's, you know, favorite color, but you know their names and you see them every day. He's a part of a position group. I'm sure somebody's like, hey, where's Stallions at? Like, one of the players. Oh, he's at Central Michigan. Did you see him wearing the full gear? And because Michigan's a Nike team, he had to like tape over his Nike shoes with Adidas stripes to fit in. It was just like it was a whole. It was a whole situation. I was like, how do you not? How do you not realize this? Um, so it's the NCAA. They're gonna wait ten years before a ruling comes out. It'll probably void a couple of Michigan's wins. Harbaugh's going to be in the NFL coaching by then, it probably won't even matter. So, um, I don't know. I just thought it was pretty wild that it's like – you know, I think it's Ohio State, Ryan Day, letting them know, like, hey, this is uh, this is happening. It, it's, maybe. It's, it's, it's the not- only team that he
3: can't seem to beat. So, maybe he's kind of saying, hey, this you see this? They haven't beat us in 15 years, and then now they beat us two years in a row. Something's a little – suspicious here but hey maybe Penn State can just go ahead and serve some justice this Saturday and um, you know knock Michigan down and, and put Ohio State in the driver's seat for now I mean one can hope uh, I they think- are ranked higher Ohio State is ranked higher
1: I mean you could run into a situ you could run into a situation where they all beat up on each other I know mm-hmm. it happened a number of years ago and everything but like you could run into a situation where you know Penn state loses to Ohio state Penn state beats Michigan and Michigan turns around and beats Ohio state. So like, yeah, there's a bunch of different scenarios that could happen.
3: Yeah, no, there definitely, definitely is. And I think it will be good for the conference next year, whenever they just open it up to the top two teams, because really any of those three teams deserves a, a chance at in Indianapolis in the championship game. But un- unfortunately you're going to see like Iowa sneak mm-hmm. in there and, somehow. Just they got one loss.
2: Well they have one or two, two, losses.
1: two losses. Two losses.
3: Yeah. But who whoever yeah. on that side has less than two losses. But Nobody.
1: Wisconsin Wisconsin could have locked it up had they won this weekend. I feel like they really if they win this weekend, they lock it up, but you lose to Indiana, who's one of the worst teams in the conference. And that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I guess you're on the road to Indiana, but it's not a very hard place to play. I mean, you're playing out in the middle of nowhere, but I, I I just think that there are certain teams when you, like Wade mentioned, when you get to next year and you get to the big grand, big 10, that turns into the big 20 18. or 30, you know. How many and, teams and are going to have? 18, right? 18, man. Yeah. yeah. So big 18 overall CBS. I just think it's one of those where – You're not going to see anything change. I think your top three teams that you see right now that lead the Big Ten, your number one team, your number three team, and your number 11 team in the country are going to be your top three teams in the conference when it's all said and done. I don't think that USC is going to be competitive in that sense. I don't think that Washington's going to be competitive. And I don't think that you, I definitely don't think UCLA is going to be competitive oh, no. in the Big Ten. It's no. a totally different brand of football. These teams have no defense. They're coming to a conference with a lot of defense. So look, I, I just
0: look at it's Iowa. be interesting they win because <laughs> yeah. of their defense. Uh, I mean, shoot,
1: folks, if you want, I was going to boycott the flight to under. Oregon. Bet <laughs> the under every week. It does not matter who they play. They, bet uh, 17 points.
3: They it's stuck right us with another 29. Game. They, uh, they said, do it again.
1: Who did yeah. they play this week, Wade? Who was
3: it? Uh, They play against Rutgers, who,
0: who gave Ohio State a little bit of a run. Uh, but Hit the under, baby. All, all day, every day. As I mean, it was an unprecedented
3: down. under at 29, which was the lowest ever. And somehow they cut it in half. They only scored 17.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm coming to Baton Rouge this weekend. Wade and I are going to take in the Florida LSU game, watch the backups play. As soon as I touch down, money's going on the under of Iowa. I mean, there, there's no way they score more than 29. I'm going to take you
3: straight to La Berge, so you have to do it in person, and, and you'll understand that it's not just fun money.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's not just Wolf spreads, which. Uh you know, we'll I know talking. you're getting used
3: to throwing, you know, a thousand
0: dollars on the Arizona game. So. <laughs> yeah, two thousand actually, because I forgot to bet. Why don't you before. why don't you
1: throw a grand of your own money actually down on Arizona I, next week? I wish I would have.
0: <laughs> uh it let me do it way because I split it into four different five hundred dollar okay. bets. I just did $500, $500, $500, 500 Arizona to win, Arizona to cover and it it worked out because I forgot about That'd it.
3: That'd be pretty exhilarating to see something like that hit, but that takes a lot of gut to uh Lay a thousand on the table.
0: <laughs> hey, we don't
1: But pay Arizona. That. Arizona's the absolute spoiler of the Pac 12 this year. Um, it seems like Oklahoma State's going to be the spoiler of the Big 12 this year. Yeah, North- all these Western teams lose early be,
3: and then they win late.
1: Yeah, Northwestern seems to be coming around and hanging around with teams and being the spoiler for the Big 10 West at least. But
0: so in the Pac 12, it's probably just gonna be Washington versus Oregon, yeah, which I think is what we're all expecting. Uh, Big Ten is still undecided on the West side. The SEC, I think, is pretty much locked up Alabama versus Georgia. But I really, really wish we were at our no conference this year, right? Or no yeah. no divisions this year because it mm-hmm. would be a, if, it would give the Georgia Ole Miss game some meaning because at this point, it really doesn't mean anything. Ole Miss wins great, but they're, they can't go to the SEC championship unless Alabama loses twice to, to the likes of Auburn and Kentucky. Nope. I mean, Auburn can't bit. even cross the 50-yard line half the time. So, but
3: uh, never a bad thing to be the uh, team sitting at home um, on conference championship weekend because we do see crazy things happen. If if you know Alabama were to get stomped on by Georgia or something, and and Ole Miss beat Georgia, I think that at that point the Rebels would be in.
2: That's, I, mean,
1: I don't think that's so. Interesting. I, I just think- I don't think. I think it's more likely life.
2: that you get two Big Ten teams. Uh, so say that, it, like, even if Penn State loses, I don't think that they could like really boot out the the loser of it. Especially the way that Ohio State shifted at number but one. What about There's a- no way? Even if they lose to Michigan, now they like they like look at last year's game. It wasn't even close, and Ohio State still got in. So I think it would be the, pretty much the same. I think that it's more likely you get uh, two Big Ten teams in, especially if the Big Twelve plays itself out because it's pretty much Texas. I mean, Texas was, like, so lucky to get out of that uh, win against uh, Kansas State, but they did. Yep. Uh, but, you know, Oklahoma losing back-to-back, now it's really up in the air uh, between Oklahoma State and Kansas. Those are the, the two teams that are, are really in it. Uh, so the Big 12 is really rooting for Texas for the conference, and if Texas uh, loses in these couple of weeks in the Big 12 championship, that conference is out.
0: Well, so riddle me this. Let's throw this scenario out here in our college football playoff. Talk that starts now. Uh, they and what Wade just said, Georgia or Ole Miss beats Georgia next weekend, right? And it's mm-hmm. like a like a like a good win, not like something close, like a like a maybe by a touchdown or something. Um, Georgia then goes on to, to beat Alabama in the SEC championship, you know, hypothetically. Would would you not take Georgia and or I forgot the the second part of the scenario? Washington, Oregon, Oregon beats Washington in the Pac-12 championship, but Washington beat Oregon in the regular season. They both have one loss. Who are you taking? Are you taking the one-loss SEC championship, SEC champion, or are you taking two Pac-12 teams in that in that situation? I don't know if that made any sense. That was a lot of that was
1: a lot of you, scenarios. A lot of I teams. don't think you take either. I just don't think you take either. I just I agree with Tyler in the sense that. The Big Ten, I think the resume for those top three teams, it with an undefeated team in the Big Ten and a one-loss team in the Big Ten, their resume is bigger, strength of schedule is stronger, your only loss to be against the number one team in the country if Ohio State wins out, then <clears throat> really... Uh, well, Penn State would really have two losses.
0: I think if Ohio State wins out, Penn State would have two losses. and I, I mean, that kind of negates them from the college football playoff at that point.
1: Well, I don't think that I would... But if that means they'd have to lose to Michigan,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, if they I lost think to Michigan, is, though,
2: like, Chat, you're pretty much saying if Georgia loses, you know, an SEC championship to Bama, is that's what you're saying? And if Washington, no,
3: if, uh, if Ole Miss beats Georgia in the regular season, this come oh, right. And then, and then if, you if have they old...
2: and if they beat Bama,
3: and if they get yeah. redemption and, and beat Alabama,
2: oh, then yeah. you got a one
3: last SEC, one last Georgia team. Uh, yeah, well, I guess you
0: look at. You let me back all this up. That's, I mean, I, I that's realized easy, what I was saying. If Boston loses,
2: sense. they're out, and then Georgia wins. I mean, there's no way that the SEC champion, I mean, every right. single year the college football playoff, I guess outside of 2014, it uh, was the first year.
0: Uh, you know, the SEC has really been an automatic lock. It's more of a okay, you got an SEC championship champion and you got a Big Ten champion. Say, say Ohio State wins the Big Ten, they go undefeated, wins mm-hmm. the Big Ten. Okay. Georgia either goes undefeated or they drop the loss to Ole Miss. I don't think it really matters. If yeah. they even I mean, even Alabama's got one loss. If they win an SEC championship over Georgia, you have a situation where it's like, well, Georgia's undefeated and they lose to Alabama. That's that's assuming they beat Ole Miss. If you have Georgia's undefeated, they lose to Alabama, right? Um so then you're looking at what if Oregon beats Washington? That's a one yeah, loss. Yeah,
3: you got a bunch of one loss teams.
2: That's a yeah. one loss conference. It all comes down to defeat.
0: who you play and who you beat. And I think
2: – I would think Oregon's strength of schedule has to be better. Okay, I don't think – I think Washington would be left out because they're yeah, really – their win. best yeah. win would get canceled out because they would lose to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship and, you know, that Georgia would have, you know, they played, you know, Alabama. Well what, played- what if
0: Michigan beats Penn State but then loses to Ohio State? They got a one-loss team. I mean, okay. strength of schedule – all right, strength of schedule, who would you pick between Washington, Oregon, Georgia, or Michigan. If hypothetically they all are sitting with a loss at the
2: mm-hmm.
1: end of the year,
0: mm-hmm. I think I Georgia, would say
3: Oregon, and and uh,
2: Georgia. Yeah, Georgia right now, I think that the strength of schedule is getting better. I mean, at, at the start of this season, we were like, okay, this is easiest uh, schedule. But yeah, Oregon ha- has played tough, uh, but I mean Georgia, they've played you know a top fifteen Missouri. They played it at then when they were ranked a top 25, Kentucky, and then depending on if Tennessee beats Missouri, that's another top. So it's true. I think that Georgia's schedule as a whole, and like I said, they're not going to – I think Georgia's a lock unless – if as long as they don't lose these next two, like either to Ole Miss or to Tennessee, Georgia will be in the playoff once again. Well, what if Alabama beats them? The they're still going to be in. So their schedule is going to be could, way yeah, better. Because if Alabama
1: two, beats them, you got two SEC teams yeah. in, and you're going to boot out a Big Ten team. Whoever doesn't make the conference championship right. in the Big Ten from the East would be booted out.
2: I mean, if Michigan loses once, I think they're out because they, their schedule is one of the worst in
1: the country. Because think about it. You're going to yeah. have to save a slot more than likely for Florida State. Yeah. they are going to have to. I, I forgot yeah, about Florida that. Florida State's
3: got to go undefeated. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, unless you
3: know,
1: Miami oh, ruins <laughs> yeah, it all. Right.
3: Oh well. Yeah. Florida State loses. I think they're they're out. I think Texas right now is out, and I think Texas would fall, even as a one loss conference champion. I think there's an argument they would fall short of uh, one of these one loss teams that we're talking about,
2: um, not making their conference. Texas does have one of the best wins in, in college football right now, though.
1: Only problem they have that for win me, though, against
2: Alabama, which is looking better and better by the week. Yes, Trip only problem for me
1: though is even if Texas does win out and they do win the Big 12, I still think that they fall short. Like, I still think what? that they sit at five or six. There's no way I do. I think so. The Big 12 was
2: one of the better conferences, and there's no way that they leave them out. If, if everything goes
3: to chalk in the championship games, I think that Texas would get in, but if a team like Ohio State. Or Georgia gets beat in their conference championship, I would think it would be hard to leave them out and throw Texas in. Yeah. Well,
0: okay. Think about Hypothetical. it. Hypothetical. Here's your think conference champions. Here's your conference champions. Hold on. Hold on. Hypotheticals. Let's do it. Hypotheticals. That's what we're here for. Here's your conference champions. At the end of the year, this is Chet's made up world. You okay. have uh for Futch. You have a one loss Penn State. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I don't even know. Yeah. It's possible.
2: So they would win have went out and won the Big Ten is what you're saying?
0: Yes. You have a one-loss Penn State. We'll, we'll throw that out there for Futch. One-loss okay. Penn State. You have a one-loss Oregon. You have a one-loss Alabama. You have a one-loss Texas. You have an undefeated Florida State. Am I missing anybody? Any Ohio big... State? Well, I said a one-loss. I'm saying conference okay. champions. Penn State wins. So loss. you
3: need Michigan to beat Ohio State in that situation,
0: right? So Michigan's and no one somebody else. They are playing okay. in Ann Arbor. I'm saying if Michigan, if Penn State beats Michigan this weekend, and then Penn State goes on to run the table, Michigan beats Ohio State. Is that Penn State really can't make just give move. our top get
2: four in. and screw with all this?
0: What Penn,
3: is Penn State even able to get it? Penn State's yeah. kind of out unless Ohio State or Michigan loses
2: twice. It would have to be a three-way tie and I don't know how that mm-hmm. three-way tie would be decided. Ohio it all State depends would have on to Penn, State,
3: Penn State is all miss. They're a good team that has one loss and Unfortunately, that loss was to the team that controls their. Well, they're the
2: number one team in the land, so it's not that bad of a loss. Yeah, true. But I mean, since, think you about know, it. this playoff committee it's like, oh, they put them on a silver platter, like, oh, this is the best team in the country, yet they struggled against yeah, to Rutgers. Rutgers.
0: So you're going to
3: probably see Penn State and Ole Miss, or maybe Michigan and Ole Miss potentially sitting Bowl. there. They could be Sugar sitting Bowl. there with one loss.
2: So Penn State, like Ole Miss. The, Sugar bowl. Penn State, will Miss in the Sugar Bowl. Honestly, I might go to that. that is.
1: Wait, isn't the Sugar Bowl a semifinal? Oh like yeah, it is a semifinal. Oh, okay. game. that's <laughs> right. Dang it. Oh right. well, send them Come out enter. west. Cotton right. Bowl, and is. the Rose Bowl. <laughs> well, they can't send them out west either because the Rose Bowl is a semifinal. Also. That's, that's true. So it's either the Cotton, the Orange, <laughs> or the send them to the desert. <laughs>
0: <Pacific laughs> give them the Cotton Bowl. Um, but this could all be alleviated if Washington wins out. Boom, they're in. I think if Washington and Florida State
3: went out, there's not many extra
2: spots.
0: Yeah. If Washington wins out, out, they
2: better be number one. Here's Ohio Ohio
0: State wins out, they're in. Georgia wins out, they're in. Simple, simple math. The top four you see is. Yeah.
2: All right. Top four.
1: I can't see see the Big 12 in. I can't see. I think they're beating up on each other every single week. And I feel like Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big 12 right now. It, it's just and
2: the boys, baby.
3: Texas and it, Oklahoma State don't play in the regular season, I don't think. Only well,
2: they didn't lose to South no. Alabama. They would have
0: been. Hey, what team. if Iowa wins the Big Ten? What happens then? <laughs> the nobody, then
3: crumbles. nobody from the Big Ten deserves to be in the playoff. The I center agree.
0: of
2: the universe yeah.
1: is at the field of green. If, if anyone if that loses that to
2: Iowa, that's automatic elimination.
0: Does <laughs> Iowa get to the college football playoff? They would have two lost champions. Right there. but
1: think about it next year at the 12 at the 12th team See, this they, is why they, we need to honestly be in like think about that <laughs> this is exactly why we need yeah it. they
2: might sneak in as the 12 <laughs>
1: that would be insane we would have
2: Tulane as the 12 because they would be the best g5 I mean Tulane's a 27 point favorite over Tulsa this weekend well they only won by think- three against ECU when they were a 27 point favorite
1: <laughs> <laughs> but think about this like the Big Ten's so strong in the East now. Think about Rutgers too. I mean, freak. Rutgers is six and three, and they're going to go to a bowl game for the second uh, year so Neil in a row. Doesn't have
2: any chaos
0: happening. No, Neil's got the boring
1: one.
2: Neil's but a straight shooter. Uh, you know that. It's probably nah. what it's
3: going to be.
0: All right, let's let's go. Let's go top four playoff. Which I think we know what it. I okay. Let me rephrase <laughs> this. Playoff top four at the end of the year, not Tuesday. Not in two days because it's Sunday, right? We, I think we kind of can assume who the top four are going to be. Nothing really happened this weekend, right? You got Ohio, maybe Georgia, Ohio State swap. I mean, maybe no, Eh, I would no, they probably won't because they They, don't want to. Hey,
2: the committee says they start with a clean sheet, but that's a bunch of BS. They're going to play Ohio State number one. Who, who was so it was Ohio State,
0: Michigan, or Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, and who's for Washington, Uh, Florida State. Florida State. So, I think it stays. I think everything yeah. probably stays the same. All right. So, top four at the end of the year. Tyler, hit us Me? with
2: it. Okay. All right. Well, this is going to be a lot of fun because we still have a lot of football to be played. But you know what? We're going to give our college football a playoff. uh Man, this is a lot of chaos. Uh, I guess I'll go, uh, you know, go conf- – Okay. Number one will be Florida State. I think that they're going to be one of the lone undefeateds. Because, just wait, just wait, just wait. I know that you have the faces. I think that they're going to climb all the way up to number one. I still think that, you know, they got some big games left on their schedule. Miami this weekend, that's always a tough one in the rivalry game. They didn't look too good against Pitt. Um, number two, uh, I'm going to go with, oh boy, I don't know, man. I want to go with Penn State. I think that they find a way. It's going to come down to that three-way did. tiebreaker. I'm just going to hope that it gets there. Uh, so give me Penn State there. Uh And then, number three, let's go with Oregon. I think that Oregon is going to get their revenge uh, on them. And then, uh, number four, uh, let's go with Alabama. I think they get it done.
0: That's not what I was expecting. I don't know. You You put
2: me on the spot. That's not going to be mine, but But
0: yeah. What if all of a sudden – Clemson is putting it together, and they beat <laughs> Florida State in the in the A six. Uh, I still A6. think they're down a, a
2: couple
1: spots in the rankings.
0: I think, I think,
3: think that the best be they in. can do.
1: Okay. I think the best they can do is like uh, twenty well, see, in I in can't do this right
2: now because I think that Alabama beats Georgia, and then it's going to be like a three way tie between the. It's just stupid. I, oh, I'm not I don't saying
0: know. Clemson gets into the playoffs. I'm thinking Clemson. Ruin no, I'm saying things. no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go it.
2: what's what's going through my mind. So I'm going to go like the conferences. I think Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship. They get in. Georgia will probably get in because they'll 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 still get in. And then the Big Ten will be chaos. I have no idea what's going to happen. The Big Twelve will eliminate itself out. I think Oklahoma State ultimately wins that conference. Florida State they're going to be in. I think that Oregon gets their revenge. So figure it out. That's the teams that I think that's going to be in there at the end.
0: The committee should let us pick. So I can't get a top four. That's like a top six. (laughs) All right, all right. Wade, what do you got?
3: All right. I think I'll stick to a little bit more chalk than Tyler. I like the pick of Alabama beating Georgia. I think they could get hot at the right time, but I haven't thought about it enough to pull the trigger on that. So I'm going to go with Georgia at number one. I think that they'll have enough – I think by the time they beat Alabama, they'll have enough quality wins to upseed – Ohio State, who I'll have at number two. I think Ohio State's sitting nice because they won against Penn State already. This game on Saturday doesn't really matter for Ohio State's purposes. They'll still need to beat Michigan um, in the finale, but I guess they would be rooting slightly for Penn State to go ahead and give Michigan a loss. Um, But ultimately, the winner of the Michigan and Ohio State game will likely get in uh, to the conference championship. Um, And then number three... Uh, I think Florida state will slot in there. I think they will go undefeated, but if they lose, I think they fall out of the top six entirely because of the conference's strength, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and go undefeated and snag in the third spot. And then the fourth spot, I'm going to go with Oregon. I think that the Oregon and Washington game was too close. And I think Oregon's a more complete football team. And I really think the committee will treat that as a winner takes all environment. Um, it's later in the season, we we'll have a true idea of how these teams are and how they'll be in the playoffs. And especially at the first one being so close and really coming down more to a coaching mistake on Dan Lanning's part, I think that mm-hmm. it's really winner takes all. And I think Texas is the, the team on the outside looking in, because I don't think you can take a one loss Texas team over a one loss um, Oregon team. And you certainly can't take them over an undefeated Washington team. So I think that, Lost Oklahoma just really is getting worse and worse for them. And, really, they've, they're they kind of lucky to still only have one loss. So, I feel yes. pretty confident they'll be on the outside looking in.
0: Especially with Oklahoma continuing to lose. Yeah. I, th- I mean, now they got really one of the worst losses in. out of those yeah. teams.
3: So, recapping it, Georgia one, Ohio State two. Uh, number three would be um, Florida State. And then four, Oregon. I think that's uh... – pretty realistic
2: hey i was just trying to lay it i, out. Like, you
3: know, it. Like, I like it i like if it tyler if alabama does win though it really does I think I, i'm really it. liking alabama take they're
2: starting to play good i think that they have a defense that can really stop carson beck in that offense yeah i don't, but my see,
3: I don't is think there's three see, undefeated teams so i mean you i think you really it's gotta just keep winning
0: chaos. i don't think we see two teams from the same conference this year but jacob probably feels differently give it to us
1: yeah um I'm going to go with Wade a little bit here. I'm going to go Georgia 1. Honestly, I think the Georgia's probably going to win out. I think they still have Alabama's number, um, even as well as Alabama's been playing. It'll be the toughest test that they have all year, uh, and I just think Georgia, basically it being a home game for them, that it's going to be tough to beat them. So uh, they're my number one team. Number two, I'll go... I'll go Florida State number two uh, only because of the resume and they're probably the most likely to win out outside of Georgia. So them at one and two, those are probably your undefeated teams at the end of the day. Um, At three, I'll sneak in Washington. I think Washington is probably your third team. They're your best team in the Pac-12 right now. I still think Oregon has some things to think about as far as coaching goes, and it, they they looked good this weekend. But at the end of it all, I just I don't see them beating Washington. Um, and then at four, I'll sneak in the Big Ten champion. I think that still or the sorry the Big Ten runner up. Your Big Ten runner up, I think, is honestly going to be your fourth team. So I'll sneak Penn State in there for now, only because I think they can beat Michigan. And if you're only is to the, I mean a really good football team i just feel that you have to stick them in there um and if it's not penn state your big 10 champion i think um anybody else it probably it's probably ohio state i I think for me so that's probably my top four i'd go georgia one florida state two washington three and ohio state at four i think that's probably where i put things
0: i like it i like it the uh the wash I'm more with you on the Washington. I think Washington holds on and ends up beating Oregon. Does anybody know where is the Pac 12 championship? or where's it's that place?
1: Vegas, at? Vegas,
0: it's in Vegas now. Okay, yeah. So,
2: my I top four, that, if that game happens, on. that's like the winner, the quarterback is going to win the Heisman.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, you tell me JJ McCarthy, yes, he still has a shot. Like, come on. Um, all right, so here's my top four. We're going. We're going full chaos. Give me Texas. No, I'm joking. I'm Texas isn't in my top four. Uh, I'm going Washington one. I think they finished undefeated. At the time, they had big ones against Oregon, USC. They'll have a good win against Utah this weekend. So give me Washington one. Um, give me Michigan two because I think they got everybody's signs ahead of time and they'll continue to win. <laughs> Put it to work, man. <laughs> they're, they're ready to go. Yeah, so give me Michigan 2. They still they have everybody's signs. 3-4 uh, to State. This is kind of a boring because like, it's undefeated, undefeated, undefeated. And then mm. 4, I hate to say it. I really hate to say it, but it's going to be Alabama. We all doubted Alabama. We said they were done when they lost to Texas. I said LSU was going to beat the shit out of them. Didn't happen, and here we are. Alabama is going to be in the college football playoff again and watch them beat Washington. And then uh, this will be Florida uh, State. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, somebody mute them. Somebody shut him yeah. up. <laughs> so we're going to have the Guffs <laughs> winning the
0: national championship once again. Oh, Nick, sorry, Saban's sorry. Is, Nick Saban's going to retire.
1: Um, Nick as, as, Saban is going to retire on a at the top of the on road. I feel like Nick Saban's done after this year. I don't know. Something I think tells it's done me. No matter what.
3: No, I, I just I kind think, of feel like he could be as well. I mean, he's been at the top of his game forever, and he has to really change what how he approaches the off season, which is probably the hardest part of college football, it doesn't is like getting your AI. team assembled. And I don't think he wants to do it anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't I think, think he, he wants to play those stressful games in the playoff when we get the right. 12-team playoff, you know, and it's your ass is on the you line. The you either win it or lose it.
0: In his eye. Yeah. yeah okay. From yelling. Well, uh, I mean, Tyler, you saw him on the sideline. His eyes were like – yeah blood red the whole yeah. time um i mean i i agree with wade i don't think he's up for this new nil recruiting. neither is Dabo. yeah Dabo's done i mean i think clemson
3: dabo has got some here. some years to live though he needs to keep cashing those checks if he wants to keep <laughs> living that expensive lifestyle up on the lake him and Coach o
1: and Nick Saban are all gonna be living next to each other. He basically he's... said
3: on Thursday, Yeah, I make a lot of money, but uh it's still stressful. You come do this job.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't keep understand Dabo. I don't understand Dabo's attitude when it comes to like just his conversations i feel like if you sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with him you need a notepad because he's going to tell you all of his achievements in (laughs) life before you actually have a reasonable conversation with the guy and like that's you jacob i just make
2: 11.2 million (laughs) (laughs) dollars right
1: right he's just he's just a good old boy yeah
2: like you're right all these bandwagon fans we may we just need to start losing
0: Name, image, and likeness of Jesus Christ, baby. Here we go. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I can't
2: forget the the mouse looking <laughs> the-, the clock. Dab- <laughs> <laughs> Coach Sweeney's got that drip. <laughs> uh, that is so cringe. That's the most cringe TikTok I've ever
0: seen. <laughs> psychiatrists should be on suicide watch because we
1: fuck. <clears throat> yeah. I just uh, I just want to count down to when the last time Dabo's gonna slap Howard's rock like a like a like you slap he slapped a child across the face. Like, well, like, he passed up Mr. Saying.
3: Howard in the uh, all-time coaching wins in Clemson history this week, so maybe they'll have Davos Rock. I was like, yeah, okay.
1: okay. I'll, okay. Keep, I'll keep that my I'll cool. keep my thoughts to myself on that. one. But... All <laughs> the players
0: have to touch Davos Rock before they run it. <laughs>
3: They're gonna be rock hard and ready to play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Goodness, Dabo will die.
3: Dabo's rock will be at the end of the hill, though, and you got to sprint <laughs> full speed past it
0: at the other end zone.
1: It's gonna if be you don't run sad. fast enough, Dabo's boulder is gonna run you over as you're going down the hill.
0: Think about you know our generation, a couple. You know we're we've lost the NFL quarterbacks we're gr- we've grown up with, with the Tom Brady's and the Drew Brees, the Payne Manning. Um, you know they're no longer. You know they're no longer in the NFL. Think about when we start losing some of these coaches like the uh Dabo Sweeney's and the Nick Saban's and the, uh who was another one? Uh, Jim Harbaugh, you know, these Brian guys Kelly. that Brian Kelly, these guys we've watched coach college football for the past 25 years when they're no longer in the game. Like, that's gonna be kind of sad, you know. You got the goofball Dabo Sweeney running full speed speed down a hill, you got Jim Harbaugh doing warm ups with his players, full gloves, khakis, everything. Neil points out a good one. Mac Brown from Texas, North Carolina. Um Nick Saban, like just you don't see the angry elf on the sidelines every every weekend. Like that's going to be who who you got? What Futch? James Franklin? I have
1: I no no no, no, no God no God <laughs> no. no. They need to roll that guy out in the garbage. Get him just, out. Um, <laughs> they, need to, they, need, they need to take him out in the bucket. That's all I know. <laughs> Did but... Jerry's
3: and Dusky touch you in a good way?
1: We should How'd be laughing about though? that. <laughs> yeah, I just right, have, like, I just have the this handle. strange thought where it's like, I feel like now with with players, you know, playing on, on these teams and everything now, I feel like you – they retire and it's like, oh, they're going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. I feel like with these coaches, it's like halfway through their career, we already know that, oh, they're going to be in, in the College Football Hall of Fame. Like, I just feel like there's no, it's weird. Like, guys go in the Hall of Fame faster than than the sun goes down now than they did 30, 20, 30 years ago. I don't, I just don't understand. Well, I get it. Nick won. Saban's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I and think everything. Nick's an automatic automatic but you know Dabble is I to burn don't know. down the hall of fame. He's got multiple would, championships. How many I think he's got be, two, right? Yeah.
0: I think Clemson's yeah. fallen off the map. I mean Kirby Smart's, Kirby Smart's
1: Kirby Smart's going to be like you're not
0: going
3: to put coach O in there with one championship. Well,
1: I, obviously, yeah. I but
3: agree. I think if any coach gets two championships, that's pretty hard to do. Yeah.
1: yeah. I just think that there's some things that coaches at the college football level are not going to accomplish. Now that they did years ago, like most wins with one program, I'm sorry, but nobody's catching Joe Paterno. Like, like you, yeah. it, like Saban would have to coach till he's 99 years old, and then again, he probably won't even catch him. Like there, there's he passed there's records.
0: Bear, I think he passed up Bear Bryant, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but like there's last there's, year or something. Yeah, there's records that just will never be broken in that sense, and I feel like it's so much easier even for players like at the nfl level they're like oh well they're gonna be a hall of famer one day it's like how do we know that like who's who's to say that they're a hall of famer like one day like they could be saying freaking next year that cj Stroud's gonna be a future hall of famer it's like how do We're we know saying it now
0: dude I right mean, it doesn't the title the sense. show i'm um, obviously rookie of the year i think is very obtainable for him sure there, yeah you, uh, i agree with you that's it's i think To me, Dabo needs to hang it up before it's too late because if Clemson keeps going down like this, where they're winning six, seven games a season when they were at the top of college football, I think his legacy is more in question as a coach. Yeah, he won you two championships, but then he lost a ton of games and had, you know, nine and seven, or not nine and seven, we're not in the NFL, had nine and three seasons or, you know, seven and four, seven and five, like, I think that work, looks worse on an end. It's almost like with a quarterback like uh, – I was thinking about this the other day in the NFL. Who's someone that's – he's now a backup. He's kind of hung around like like Matt Ryan did at the end of his career. He kind of hung around. And honestly, he could have retired as a pretty good Falcons quarterback. Uh, the other guy is not coming to my mind. This is really bad. It was a great – it was a prime example of not retiring – or. Not retiring and your legacy just goes down big time. Uh, I say Ryan Tannehill, but he was never a future Hall of Famer. So, well,
1: think about think about people that were starters on teams like Andy Dalton was a starter for a long time. Right, that's that's
0: a perfect example. Andy Dalton, and now he's a he's Bryce Young's backup as after Bryce Young threw what four picks today. Um, so but you
3: used to be able to kind of coast out your career in coaching and as a. quarterback but everybody's kind of looking for that next edge i mean like philip rivers for instance i mean he had a tremendous career he never got the super bowl um kind of like matt ryan but you know he he was always above league average at quarterback but i think a team like the chargers in present day football would say you know what kind of like the Chiefs did with Alex Smith. Like, this guy's good, but he's not getting us over the hump. We need to get that n- next guy in. Whereas in that generation, you know, being above league average was good enough to keep keep your job. And, and some teams gamble on it and fail. I mean, honestly, uh, had Matt Ryan stayed in Atlanta, maybe it would have been better than what they've seen out of Ritter the last two years. Maybe it was a yeah. system thing. Um, you know, but I think that with coaching it's about what have you done for me now same thing at, at quarterback i think davo has a chance to be kind of a like a legacy guy kind of like a bill snyder at, at kansas state or maybe even a paterno at penn state where he's just there his whole career and you know that every now and then they'll get on a hot streak and, and win a championship um but you know I, I don't know if he can expect to win one every year kind of like a
0: Sabin. I mean, that's well, career. and it's got to be he's got to adjust to an nil
1: mindset
3: yeah to, to do that team. yes he will have to come around on that a little bit but i mean
1: but that's where he missed his that's where he missed his mark really i mean yeah he he turned away all the nil stuff and was like well that's a bunch of bs like time have, have extended changed, his window definitely and that's where that's where he lost his recruiting window so you lost yep. all your recruiting stuff and you got a quarterback there the people were like oh okay glovnick's gonna be you Know the next Deshaun Watson or whatever, but I, Trevor I, Lawrence, yeah, it's going to be the next Trevor Lawrence, and he just he's not. It, it's very apparent that he's not, and unless he you know drinks some magic potion in the middle of the night and wakes up on the other side of the bed, then he's got I gross hair, out. Got to gross yeah, hair I, out. I just don't think that he's their quarterback. So go and get you a good recruit and basically put him in there. Like, I'm, this is obvious for next year, but go get a freshman who's a four-star freshman, and recruit to live in recruit the living garbage out of him until you get him there and then put him on the field and basically you show club you're going to have to earn your spot you know on this team. So I I think that's the way to do it. If Dabo does that I'd be very surprised, but I just think there's Dabo so but that's he's so one-minded and he's like you know in this box where it's only Dabo's thoughts and Dabo is, is... it's Dabo's
0: world, baby. We're just right. living in it. I mean, the guy did beat
3: Notre Dame this week and we're talking yeah, okay.
0: like,
1: yeah, this is true. They came out of nowhere, yeah, but I feel like, like you said, I've said for the longest time, I said this at the beginning <laughs> of the year. I said, if Notre Dame turns the ball over too much, they ain't going to win. I Sam Hartman turned the ball over to, and he shaved his up beard.
0: That's where he, he, they haven't played great since he shaved and
3: they wore the white pants.
0: Yeah. All yeah. right. So. Uh, come on. All right. So let let's look at some of our just college football headlines from this last week. Tyler, you mentioned earlier, Texas survived against Kansas State. They went out. It's probably gonna be Texas versus Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship. Since Oklahoma just took down uh or Oklahoma State took down Oklahoma. The final final bedlam meeting and wouldn't end. Uh the no-call on the pass interference. That was uh, get out of here. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, uh, USC finally fired Alex Grinch after Caleb Williams was crying in the stands.
2: Um, (laughs) He finally realized it Yeah, after all these years.
0: How do you feel about Mr. Caleb Williams? He's down at the bottom of the screen. How do you feel about him crying in the stands with his mama?
1: Well, OK, first of all, I think they should probably taken this camera off in about five seconds. I've re- sitting there for a, a solid much. minute and I'm sitting there going, God, way to humiliate this guy while he's sitting over there crying in his mom's arms or whatever. I, I don't know. But it was like it was one of those where I think this is the situation where we ran into well, Caleb Williams like, at the beginning of the year. Like this is why talk is cheap in. That's why at the beginning of the year we sat there and talked about Caleb Williams is the most likely to repeat his Heisman Trophy thing, and USC's a long, you know, a really good shot to make the college football playoff. And they're nowhere near. They're a three-loss football team, and Caleb yep. Williams is not going to be one of four guys sitting there defense at the night. It's just not not going to do it. It's so, it's I, all they're imp- they're too one-dimensional too. That's that's their problem. That's their problem. Jordan Addison isn't there anymore to bail you out. I mean, that's. Right. There's situations like that where they missed marks when it came to recruiting, or they over recruited these guys and basically overvalued some of these guys. And I think honestly, it comes into the hype of you know them saying these are the top 100 recruits, and okay, USC has 10 of the top 100 recruits. Well, congratulations, but when you say, huh, where- do they actually play? <laughs> like you know, that's yeah, it's one of those things. where are they just there for the money? That's where this is where you're gonna that's have the point. The give and take of are guys gonna play football to win a national championship and get to the next level, or are they gonna play for the check that they're gonna get every two weeks or every month and go and play in the NFL? It's That's where point. the
0: NIL comes, it's got it's gonna have to be incentive based, like like the NFL of bonuses. Uh here's a take for you. Let me know what y'all think. <laughs> LSU and USC, same exact team. Two Heisman caliber quarterbacks. Real uh, playmakers game. all around the playmakers all around. No defense, no defensive coordinator. Just you look at teams that both have three losses because of their defense. You your offense does everything they can do to keep you in a game. Um uh, minus, you know, your quarterback getting your his head taken off on cheap shot uh from Dallas Turner, which it is what it is. I mean, it's he's, you're not going to take 14 points away from Alabama from it, right? And you're not going to get another 15 yards. Maybe he's ejected for targeting. Maybe he's not. Uh, but still, don't not great to see for uh, Jane Daniels. Um, but I think that they're they're the SEC and the Pac-12. The only thing difference is their conference between LSU and USC. Exact same teams, in my opinion. Now, I think LSU would beat USC Um, because I think our sliver of a defense is better than what USC has uh, at some point. Caleb Williams probably – he's probably thinking sit out the rest of the season. Jane Daniels has to sit out the majority of the season because he doesn't know if he's in the state of Louisiana or if he's on Mars at this point from the concussion he has. Um, But, I mean, what do you think? USC, LSU, same team.
3: Pretty similar. I mean, I I think that the coaching at LSU might be a little bit – Better uh, with with Brian Kelly. I, I do think Lincoln Riley's always been kind of a me guy, and no wonder a, a me guy wants to go play for him. So right. um, I think I trust LSU more as a team, but that could be some bias uh, there for sure. Uh, we'll see these teams play next year, but those two guys on the screen will not be playing.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, we'll see the next wave of, of talent. We won't see Malik Neighbors out there either. Maybe not Brian Thomas. So it'll be a different matchup. I don't think that they would necessarily pin these teams in a bowl game because of the anticipation for the regular season game. And you won't have uh, – the the quarterbacks
0: aren't going to play. You're not going to yeah, have so Daniels I, or it,
3: it would be interesting. Uh, really, the only spot now that they both have three losses that they could play is in the Vegas Bowl, but there's no way they're going to do that considering the two teams are going to play in Vegas next They're going to
2: face Iowa in the whatever the Outback Bowl is called now.
3: The Quest Bowl.
2: Yeah, that, that,
0: sucks that bowl is – I like the Outback Bowl because you could go get if the Big Ten one you got the Ahi Tuna, which is now like seventeen dollars for an appetizer. Or if the SEC one you got the blooming onion, I mean that's a that's a good deal. I and mean, now it's the reliable. You can or get point zero zero one percent off your Mayo, mortgage. <laughs> yeah, the <LSU> <laughs> yeah you, you the Duke hey, we gotta start these talks up with Dukes Mayo again. We got we gotta Didn't start h- to- out in them. Uh, but like, hey, well, whoever—if LSU is in North Carolina State Ball, and like Kentucky, oh boy, um, what do you think about an NIL deal for whichever bowl game it is to get Caleb Williams and Jane Daniels to play if they were to be matched up? Uh, or, or is that maybe how you get some of these star players to play in bowl games? Uh, from these <clears> sponsors <throat> is to give them NIL deals. I know. It's probably not going to be enough for like to to match a first round money, but if it's a quarterback that's you know going third fourth round or a star player that's not really a first round guarantee, maybe they could throw some money at him to get him to play in the bowl game.
3: It's a good thought. I I still think that the players aren't gonna
0: aren't gonna go for that. Hi, Futch. I see you (laughs) raised your hand. It's like we're in a classroom. What do you have to say, little boy? I
1: have my hand up. Yeah, I have my hand up because. Um, I, I, something clicked in my brain. Light bulb went off when you said that for NIL. Uh-huh. I, I think if you want to have players play an entire season in college football, pay them the minimum, pay them their minimum on NIL, whatever your minimum is. Okay. You're when collected. You get to a certain point in the Yeah. So get to the sort of uh, a certain <laughs> point in the season, you get to through six games, give them a stage of their NIL. Get to nine games or ten games, give them a stage. But if a guy dresses out and plays for the majority, well, when I say majority, all 12 games, and he's not he didn't opt out. Okay, if he's injured, he didn't opt out.
0: Right. It's not a legitimate. If
1: they opt out, right, if they opt out at any point throughout the season, even in the bowl game, they're still playing football. Even if you opt out of the bowl that you don't get your NIL bonus, you know, your bonus, whatever, your max that you it's can all get voided. at the end of the season. Yeah, I just think that there's there's ways to restrict money away from guys if they decide to opt out. Because um, more than likely, if Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels are going to go opt out, they're going to go do a freaking commercial for Powerade like they did last this, <laughs> this past weekend. So I just feel like there's ways to restrict guys from going – and just sitting out games while they're still getting paid, I think that's that's a good way to do it. Is do it off. You can't do it off of stats based, obviously, like you do in the NFL, where it's like, well, Grant gets his bonus because he caught his what 30th touchdown or whatever it, works. The hell it was. But I mean, right. I mean, but at the same time, it's hard to do that in college football because then is, you're right. taking away time from other guys who are freshmen and everything. It's it's hard to do that at that level. At the NFL, sure, you can do it because. There's guys that are future Hall of Famers that sure it works like that. But in college, it's gotta be based off of this many games. If you if you're gonna play this many games throughout the season, then do your NIL contract or whatever in, in stages like that.
0: Uh Jacob, we need to get you in front of the Senate. We're gonna get it all figured out. So <laughs> we're gonna get in, we're gonna solve NIL. That's what we, I like that idea. Maybe not. Game stat incentive, but more games played, time played. No. Pretty much like a contract. Uh, right. Exactly. They got yeah, to like, get out there, and you got to play all 12 if you want your full check. That's a, that's a good point. Because yeah. um, that's – I mean, how else are you going to prevent players sitting out when they're season Take away their early?
3: combine invite?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, think about it. Right. I know I know, I sh- shit on uh, Emmanuel Ocho a couple weeks ago saying Cale Williams would sit out, but in all honesty – what does he have to play for? Like you can't go to the playoffs. You can't go to the Pac-12 championship. I mean, you're not going to play in the bowl game. Like,
3: but that's what used to be different about college was, it wasn't like you would, championship I Championship or bust. And right. Exactly. Right. I think the 12 team playoff will help with that too. I, I, I do. Agree. I, I agree. think three team, three lost teams will make the playoff. So I think you'll see teams, uh, you know, try to really encourage their players to keep their head in it. Um, I know that it's stat incentivized in the NFL, but like you'll still see Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams and some of these guys that are on really good teams suit up week 17 in the NFL, and I know that's hard to transfer over to college, but it does kind of give you a level of respect for those guys and, and for the league.
0: So I don't know how they have to do it, but game checks baby. that's all that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's. I, give... I think that's. Go ahead, Jacob. you got
1: Uh, I think that's probably the best way to go about it like you get into Caleb Williams and talking about basically him not playing the rest of the season I, I agree with Wade's point that he said earlier where in Caleb's Caleb Williams situation it's it's like the Lincoln Riley thing where it's it's a me thing And okay media's made it a me thing but it's pretty black and white that it is a me thing when it comes to Caleb Williams I mean just his demeanor and how he's carrying himself towards me
0: and his and his dog's things he just wants to go cuddle with his dogs that's all he cares about
1: right and I just I think that that's something that turns I don't think I think it turns off NFL scouts to be honest with you I I think that that's what turns it off right there I mean if I'm if I'm a a team that's looking for a quarterback let's say uh I don't know the giants yeah let's say let's say the giants they're looking for a good guy to come in i'm not going to go and draft caleb williams you're looking from for the a face patriots of your franchise if I'm you think bill belichick right. is going to go draft if yeah if you think bill belichick is going to go draft friggin' caleb williams to lead the patriots you've lost it i just don't think that he, he's he's a me guy and that's just not going to work in certain nfl schemes most nfls no nope. it's got a lot of guys
3: scrambling cuz i mean it was kind of a surefire number one pick thing. And now let's see if he does opt out or something. And I don't know if he will, but like if Drake may guts out a three loss season with UNC, I mean, that might swing the pendulum in his favor. And and I mean, we've seen guys do this before, like Kyler Murray and, and they end up just fine. So I don't know. I just, just think. Fine. It,
1: eh, I don't know about it. Nah, <laughs> yeah, he might be a bust. <laughs> He's still a top
3: fifteen quarterback in the NFL, if not top. 10.
1: He's sitting at home. He's sitting at home getting ready for. He could have made more money in Call of Duty. Like, let's let's get a real with it.
0: True. He That's is true. he is getting ready for Call of Duty. Uh, let's get ready for some upset picks. Here we go. Upset picks. Uh, this is what week ten. I would. Do- Week eleven. How did we do last week? Any of our options hit? Yeah. I mean um, I only kept track. Of I
4: think mine, mine I did.
0: And uh believe uh, the pokes. Yeah. Yes, you did. You had the pokes. Uh I don't remember who I had. You had uh, you went with some stupid Purdue over I Michigan. Did. I remember that. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um uh, i Michigan still had their signs, that's why it didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, I think I went to right.
1: Kansas I think I went Kansas over Oklahoma. You weren't on this. What? That was like two yeah. weeks before. Oh, no, no, guess. no. That was a week before. <laughs> you weren't on this. No, no, that show. was
0: before. But that uh, was a good uh, pick. It was a good pick. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, then, Fletch, since you're on this week's show, let's start with you. Who's your upset pick for this week?
1: Great. Fantastic. Uh, no, I'm going to take my team. I'm going to do a homer pick right here. Uh, uh, I'm going to take Penn State it. to win over Michigan. Penn State over yeah, Michigan. Yeah, so I'm going to take Penn State to do it. Michigan's the it. five and a half right now um it is 11 o'clock game let's hope some bad juju comes down on Michigan I don't know I feel like Penn State can win this game only because it's in state college if it's in Ann Arbor I think they lose so uh That's yeah definitely I'm gonna go with them to win and shake up everything in the Big Ten let's just freaking make it go wild I love it all right uh Tyler who you got
2: all right. Well, I was uh, very passionate on my Oklahoma State pick. Uh, I'm probably not going to be as passionate on this one because uh, I think both of you probably uh, took one of my picks of the upsets. Uh, you know, I know that Chet he's going to go with his. Uh, I like Penn State ones, uh, but I'm going. Sometimes you got to go with a team that you haven't really talked about, but you were on the bandwagon for for two years. I uh, think that they shake it up. Give me Utah to pull off the upset like over it. Washington. Give me the Utes, baby. No can rising, no problem. Nah. They got a defense. They go into Seattle and put a whooping on Washington. Give me Utah. Who's their quarterback? Mr. Who's this Bryson the
0: Barnes? chicken guy? Bryson Ball
3: or the pigs. No, he ran it. He raised, raises the pigs.
0: That's right. He most uh pigs raised by a college football player ever. What a stat. Wade, what you got?
1: It's impressive. All
3: right. Uh I'm gonna go with a team that was pretty hot earlier in the year. I'm going to take Duke over UNC. Always a heated rivalry uh, between the two uh, scholarly schools in North Carolina. They're 11-point dogs, so I'll probably need to look into why that is. But well, is um, Riley Leonard playing? I don't know, but I think I they mean, can at least cover the 11.
0: Game. But I think they went out right. Okay, Duke over North Carolina. And myself and NASCAR Neal are on the same page here. Ole Miss over Georgia. Ole Miss got nothing left to play for at this point, because they know they can't get into that championship, but why not? Why not? And ruin we somebody end up else's it's, it's possible if they beat Georgia, they have a lot to play for.
2: I think that they could sneak their way into the playoff. Well, I think somebody should have taken
1: uh, the lovely, lovely, who? <laughs> lovely <laughs> sorry, who? Sorry, sorry, I cut out. Sorry. <laughs> I think somebody should have taken the lovely game of Michigan State and Ohio State. Oh, no, <laughs> no, the, the thirty points! No, no, come yeah. on, man.
0: <laughs> no, give. I like. I like Ole Miss over Georgia. I think they're going to come in and play. Play the spoils here to Georgia's season. So, um, with that, another,
1: another pick. I think honestly, okay. West Virginia could honestly go on the road to Oklahoma and yeah, West. I don't know, go, uh, lose this a little in bit.
3: Row. In uh, the pre-show, I can see it. Oklahoma
0: dropping three in a row.
3: Hey, it's happened before. South Carolina, one year in my childhood, started the year six and six, and this was before there was like (laughs) five million bowl games, and you get one for like having a team. Uh, They lost their final six games of the season, and they didn't (laughs) make a bowl game.
0: Goodness. (laughs) Well, that's what has happened. That's rough. Uh, You know what's rough? Some of our picks and wool spreads. So, building that bankroll. Here we go.
4: It's time for building that bankroll.
0: shutting building that bankroll Tyler's cracking up over there he's still muted what's uh he's laughing at no something. i i said more like losing that bankroll <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> so full transparency i uh i'm in first place in in the college football uh section for wolf spreads because i forgot to place all my bets and put all 2000 on arizona to win uh so if wolf it keeps all right Wolf spreads is a great app it's a lot of fun download it for free on the app store but use it on your phone i'm using it on my ipad and it's not staying open uh that might that's that's in something
2: i want us there we on, carry on
0: yeah so i won in in the in the <clears throat> college football so wade your best bet for this week what you got
3: college or nfl college all right college i'm gonna keep riding with with my pack the wolf pack that is I'm going to take North Carolina State, negative 2.5 uh, in my Wolf Spreads with my Wolf Pack. Yeah. Uh, they covered that 2.5 against Wake Forest on the road. Uh, they beat Miami outright, and I told you all to take that last week as my upset. So I like the Wolf Pack, bonus bet. I like Arizona to cover the 9.5 against uh, Colorado. Arizona's heating Arizona, up. Now. Colorado's falling apart. So look at that one too.
0: Arizona's my favorite team in the Pac-12 right now um Fletch, who you got for your best bet
1: uh my best bet i'm gonna go with texas tcu i'm gonna have tcu cover the 10 on texas texas has not blown anybody out recently um and tcu's playing at home so honestly i think a homer game there could honestly be a really close one um bonus bet wise uh i think another good bet here Tennessee is the favorite on the road by one at Missouri. I think Missouri is a totally different animal than what Vegas thinks. Um, So I have Missouri winning it out right there.
0: I saw that one and I really liked it. Um, Mm -hmm. Missouri money line right there. Tyler, who do you got in your building that big role?
2: Yeah, I like that Missouri one too. I would definitely put that on if you're trying to build the bankroll. I'm between two here, either an SEC matchup or a Pac 12, not a Pac 12, a Big 12 matchup. I'm going to ride with the pokes, baby. They're going to be my team moving forward. Two and a half versus UCF, more like 12 and a half. This is going to be an absolute blowout in Orlando. (laughs) Give me Oklahoma State to beat the Knights.
0: I like it. I love it. I love the blowouts. Um, Give me another blowout. Georgia Tech blowing out Clemson. They're 14 and a <laughs> half point dogs. Give me the plus 14 and a half. And if you're feeling lucky, put the money on them money line. I, I think, think it shows sure like a
3: reverse line where it's like if you think that the dog is going to win by that much, like the 14 and a
1: half, like yeah. you could get like, like five plus times 10,000. That's like Plessia. yeah, <laughs> plus odds yeah. is through the roof.
0: Yeah, give you could just shift the line to Georgia Tech minus 14
1: and a half. You can, yeah, they do. Have shift I feel like if you, I feel like if you honestly nail the 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 spread number like on the dot, I honestly think it should be like plus ten thousand. Hit it on the dot. I like. I really don't care what game it is, but like if it's a thirty-three to thirty game, and I literally say, "Look, so and so is going to win by three points," I honestly think it should be plus ten thousand. Like. And what that's about total up.
3: points? I think that's even crazier. I
1: think, yeah.
0: I think if you nail yeah. the exact score, that's what. Uh, that's, uh, I don't that's even go cold. there. I'm, that's yeah, a soft I mean, spot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's crazy. why I brought it up. I would Wade have a house right the, now, Chet. Wade has nailed the score. I think like
2: in the last three Super Bowls, You'll never so, let just down one getting that Super Bowl score. That one, just year. one. But I would have
3: won eight thousand five hundred dollars according to the oh. the Beauvage
0: on twenty dollars. You got to you got to place Wade. that way. What do you what do you 20. got to lose? 20 bucks? <laughs> hey. Hey, we don't promote
1: underage gambling, okay?
0: Find a bookie. There you go. Uh, if you're underage, don't do it. So there's our best bets of the week. Wolf spreads. You can join us. Uh we, we put tweets out about them all the time. We we love using their app. It's fun. It's risk-free. Uh we've got a, a little bit of a crew over there on the college football bets. Um the NFL, I was I was doing pretty good so far. I think I was like plus 900, so Keep it going. Uh, NFL side, my best bet for this week, uh, this coming week, is Titans plus one and a half versus the Bucks. I think Will Levis is just getting started, baby. I need another D-hop three touchdown week for my fantasy team. and Will Levis goes off against Tampa Bay in the bake show. Uh, Tyler, you're snickering over there. I Will am. Well,
3: He's going to take the opposite.
0: I'm not. I'm cooking something up. Two teams
2: coming off of the bye week. This one team has been struggling. Give me Travis Etienne and the boys plus two and a half Jacksonville Jaguars. Honestly, I'm going to feel confident. Put it on wolf spreads. Take them out right. The Jags get the win. Support my boy, Tim Jones. Give me the Jags. It is Who's in
4: they uh, Jacksonville.
2: So that's uh, the Niners.
0: Pick. Ooh. Yeah, the Niners are reeling right now. They're, yeah. they're not healthy. I like Jacksonville. That's, I'm, putting, I'm putting money on Jacksonville. Jacksonville right
2: going to be that number one seed,
0: baby. All right, Wade, what do we got for us?
3: All right. Y'all are probably not gonna like this one because it's gonna be a jinx, but I'm gonna take the Saints uh to cover the two and a half uh their two and a half point favorites that is against um the Vikings. I think that they can win this game by a field goal. Minnesota's gonna be going with Josh Dobbs most likely. He had to come in as an emergency quarterback today. He's still running the system. They have no running game.
0: They look good. A little bit. Jefferson's not
3: there. Good. I mean, Defense isn't good. The Falcons offense put up a lot of points today. So, uh even though they got the win, I think the Saints
0: uh can take this one by 3. The state the Saints are starting to click a little bit. The they little the bit. The Saints. The <laughs> Saints, <Jesus> yeah. <laughs> All right. The Saints. Jake, the Saints, the ain'ts. All right. Stanks. I like the pick.
1: The Here stands. we go. Um I I I've got a a really stupid one, but I honestly feel like it's going to be a close game. Um the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, I'm gonna take the Browns to cover the five and a half as the underdog. Okay. Um, I think the Browns have turned the corner. Like they have the best. It's clear they have the best defense in the NFL. Um, and, and honestly, I think they're coming around on offense. I think that they're gonna be able to stop Lamar. Lamar doesn't look healthy. By the way, took a nasty hit today. So Uh-oh. I just I Iowa think Huntley time. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, he came in for a little while, but I, I honestly think that
0: sounded Odell.
1: Yeah, I honestly think there's a shakeup there with with the AFC North, and, and the Browns have struck gold somehow, some way, and the AFC North looks like the toughest division in football right now.
3: And they've been doing it without Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson, really. So, right, kudos. Yep. Uh-huh.
0: Speaking of the AFC North, the Bengals are they all cooking? Twenty to 21.
3: Touchdown, Joe Burrow to the other tight end. He has two touchdowns to tight ends. (laughs) Go to Jamar,
0: man. All right. So, real quick before we get into the NFL talk, and then we have NASCAR Neil come on. Uh, We gotta get our dogs of the week. Everybody's favorite segment. Here we go. (coughs) 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 Who got that dog in them? I need to change the the layout here. If you're watching YouTube. We still have a little Halloween dog. Honestly, a spooky I, season in my heart. Still spooky season. Uh, it was super foggy this morning when I woke up. Especially Daylight savings time, I mean, it got dark at like five. I'm not not a fan. So, dog of the week, I'm going to start us off real quick because C.J. Stroud, rookie of the year, dog of the week, five touchdowns. I think he had 510 passing yards, something around like that.
1: 470. Give
0: him a round of applause. <laughs> No, he had 500.
1: 470.
0: Oh, no, we're maybe five hundred total. Yeah, maybe five hundred total yards. He had four
1: hundred seventy passing yards, which is the highest that a rookie quarterback has ever yeah, had. He
0: broke he ever. broke Andrew Luck's record. Uh, well, Andrew
1: Luck wasn't huh? the last person to have the record. Some guy for the Chargers. Yeah, he only had ten yards rushing. Oh uh,
0: well, so four eighty total. Know. Very good. Very I don't good. know where I got five hundred and ten. <laughs> um, so. But CJ Stroud, five touchdowns, drives down the field, gets the dub. That's my dog of the week. Uh, pretty self-explanatory story there. Tyler, dog of the week.
2: Right, you know, I'm going to tie it in. We just had Veterans Day uh, this past weekend, and I'm going to go with an Army cadet. I'm going with the dog and a Bryson Daily quarterback for the Army Black Knights. Army coming off of probably a uh, you know a four-game losing streak. Air Force, they were flying high. 18, yes, 18th in the AP poll, ranked 25th in the college football playoff poll. And Mr. Daly comes in and says, not so fast. Falcons, 36 carries on 170 yards and two touchdowns. Mr. Daly, got the dog in him.
0: Good thing he didn't play against LSU. That might not have been <laughs> yeah. a, that big of a blowout, that's for sure. <laughs> Jacob, dog of the week, who you got?
1: Yeah, well, to Tyler's point, I think Air Force messed up by playing in the Bronco Stadium, and they got the yeah. bad freaking itch of of what's going on with them. Bad so, mojo there. Yeah, uh, for me, I'm going to hop over to the sheet of ice. Uh, Penguins and the Sharks the a other night, uh, it was a freaking football score <laughs> on, on the sheet of ice. Uh, the Penguins put up 10 goals, Damn. and... Uh, 10-2 final against the Sharks on the road. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I heard me. the Sharks are off
3: to a very bad start. They've went up like 60 yeah. goals already.
1: Yeah, they're they're fantastic. They're 0-10-1. Like the so, oh, 10 yeah, they look 1. like the Memphis Grizzlies. So they look yeah. like the
3: Ruger. I mean, not the Ruger, the uh, Zydeco. <laughs>
2: yeah, some growing pains. They'll get there. They got to get the budget
0: well, up, all right? I saw a sign from a little kid that said, this is my first Sharks game, and then the scoreboard was underneath <laughs> 10 to 2, and I was like, Ew. "Sorry,
1: Sorry, kid, here's a refund. <laughs> yeah. I saw some picture of the Sharks mascot with this kid's head in its mouth, like the, the shark. And I was oh, like, my god. That's, every, that's everybody in the Sharks franchise.
0: <laughs> yeah, geez. All right, Wade, dog of the week. What you got? Bro? All right. Since we try to
3: not be a biased show, we're going to get some points here in the non bias category. I'm going to give it to Jalen Milrow. I mean, I haven't seen one player singular. Like take over a game of that caliber in a long time. I mean, this was a, a pick pretty much. Alabama was the three-point favorite, but you usually get three points for being at home. So this was a pick pretty much. And I know that uh, that Daniel's day ended in an injury, but I would have to say that millero outdueled the Heisman favorite. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he did it with his legs, but you got to do it with what works. And, I mean, he just was so much more physical than anybody on that football field and just was just – putting LSU defenders in the dirt all day, even shoving them in the dirt after he'd already crossed the goal line. So uh, hats off to Milrow. I think that he did a great job of, you know, in this era of football where we're talking about guys sitting out and stuff. I mean, he could have popped into portal after he got benched against UCF or, I mean, USF, but here he is now. We got him in the top 10, could eventually make the playoffs. So got to give it to Milrow with his – 150 yards rushing and four touchdowns.
0: Yeah, it looked like Cam Newton out there. Yeah. I mean, LSU had no answer for him. Put a frickin' spy on the guy for, for crying out loud. Um, I've bitten I bit my tongue on the show because I didn't want to bring it down with negativity. Neil's got one. Uh, Ryan Blaney, and he's going to get into our championship recap once we have him on the show here in a couple minutes. Uh, but first, got to get to some NFL headlines. Uh, let me find them here. we got got uh, starting off in Germany. I mean, the the Chiefs were off to a hot start and Dolphins came back and then Tua fumbled the game away. I didn't watch it. Anybody else watch it? I wasn't up that early. Yeah, yeah early I saw early. it um, a little with bit this early morning. Early
2: hours sleep. I was not awake.
0: About the <laughs> only
3: football I watched today, so I can give you a thorough recap. A quick, quick
0: 20 seconds. What you got?
3: Okay, well, 20 seconds into the game, Rasheed Rice caught a 10-yard pass for a touchdown and my fantasy <laughs> day was off to a cooking start with my coffee. But <laughs> there, there you went go. Yeah. uh and then uh the chiefs played to the whistle uh there was like three seconds left in the first half and tyree Hill uh had the ball on a slant it was kind of a, a dead play but he was still fighting probably should have gone down he fumbled and the chiefs did them. a lateral under return to go up 14 nothing and then they scored one more time for good measure um i can't remember who did it but Pretty much. It was a snooze fest. We expected a lot of offense. Only one team cleared 20 points and there was only, uh, four touchdowns on offense. One was a defensive touchdown. So pretty quiet. Uh, we've seen that be a trend as the teams play overseas, Kansas city didn't get there till Friday. And, um, maybe the dolphins were having a little too much beer drinking and fun. So hard to say, I, I think this game would have been more fun if it was in the States, but, um, Chiefs get the win and they go into the bye on top of the league, in my opinion. So
0: um, it's it was kind of a low-scoring NFL day. Uh until you got to the Eagles and Cowboys. That that came to a last second game of inches there. CeeDee Lamb just short, didn't, didn't score that game, went in touchdown. Um uh, some shockers. I mean, Las Vegas comes out and just destroys the Giants. Uh Tyler, I want to get to your to your fantasy football picks for this coming week um but any other nfl headlines i mean it was kind of i didn't watch a ton of nfl what you got jacob Taysom hill i got one uh,
1: i got one and it had nothing to do with the football game for the most part um okay philly philly and uh dallas you know great football game there uh play goes to the sideline guy gets wiped out with the play sheet in his hand uh that was <laughs> on the philly sideline and revealed uh his undergarment that was very very interesting and conspicuous. Uh, Wait, I didn't so, what are you talking about? I didn't see this. Yeah, dude. We got dude, coaches like, and thongs, like, Jacob. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you, yeah. You
1: did. You did. You Man wiped out. Bright red, dude. I mean, just yeah. No joke. No way. Yeah. His, his pants filled out? Yeah. No, How did his well, pants go well, well well he had a shirt untucked and Let's just say that it was pulled up above where his where his what? pants were. What? So yeah, so yeah. What a what a, got a full what a sight to see. Silly. Yeah, it was. Wait, lovely. so
0: he he actually had a phone on.
1: Yeah, yeah, red. Like, <laughs> real nice. <laughs> I
0: mean, can yeah.
1: you imagine
0: back when Joe Burrow got his pants pulled down against Mississippi State? <laughs> he pulled him down
1: and he- jockstrap
3: Joe. He plays in an old school jockstrap.
1: I mean, maybe it's the guys like lucky set, you know, or something like you know. Maybe it's like a lucky pair. Who knows? I have no idea. Whatever it worked. Oh I mean, clearly, but yeah, I, equals I
0: Eagles, Eagles one. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a guaranteed lock to score you a rushing touchdown in fantasy every week. I should the nice touch bush. The tush bush, the, the way it goes. <laughs> um, you know, the Ravens lost Lamar, but didn't need, didn't really need him. They they destroyed Seattle. Uh, defense didn't really have an answer. I mean,
1: how about the Vikings though? Like, the, the Vikings, yeah,
0: Josh Dobbs,
1: holy, like he was learning crazy. the
0: signals and the snap
3: count on the sidelines and, <laughs> and
1: one.
0: Oh, uh, and we got to talk about our Saints. Okay, that's the one I watched. I was doing a lot of chores today, I was listening to that one. Um, uh, slow start defense didn't look great, uh, which is a little concerning. Um, they let, uh, you know. Baguette, or whatever the heck his name is, <laughs> run around like a like Jalen Burrow out there. Uh, I mean, but, it was a heck of a catch by Cole Komet. I'll say that. Yeah, not a great day to have Cole Komet legacy game. It was like watching Gronk out there, honestly, on that catch. Who you who you putting in, Justin Fields or, or Baguette? when 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 mm, I
3: was thinking about that early in the game, but I think. The way that game ended, I mean, he was responsible for two turnovers. And I, I think he showed why he, you know, went undrafted. No disrespect to him. But, you know, Justin Fields.
0: I'm calling him back that way. There's a little bit of disrespect here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tangent, first off.
1: but Get I, his ass back down and beat D2. Like, Jesus. <laughs> but I think that
3: Justin Fields has been a very well-respected quarterback ever since he – Really started playing high school football. So the, the odds are is that if either one of them has a chance of being a franchise guy, and I'm not saying that Justin Fields is the guy, if you're looking at those two and who's in your team right now, I think it's Fields. But if they stick with Tyson and they don't go back to Fields when he's hurt, it's because they want to see if they have anything with them. It'll let them avoid getting hit with a tampering clause and then they can go draft who they want in the draft. But I think that I'd be very cautious if that guy is is Caleb Williams because I don't think he's gonna be any more of a guarantee than Fields.
2: Just draft like, Marvin Harrison and you're good.
3: And are you really gonna take another UNC quarterback after you whipped on uh, Trubitsky? So no, I think they're kind of in a holding pattern here. Honestly, I would take I would take the two years that you've had developing Fields and and give it a shot. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, Fields is the answer for them in the long haul. Like, really, I, I that's the that's problem. What I, yeah. He's a scheme guy for them. And I think that the, the Bears have changed, obviously, changed their scheme 100% from when Jay Cutler was there. Like, it's completely different. So, um, no, I think he is. I mean, these last two Ohio State quarterbacks with CJ Stroud and Justin Fields have been the most successful Ohio State quarterbacks that we've seen in the last 15 years. I mean, so I, I think that they definitely are pieces for those teams. Like I think the Texans can roll with CJ shroud in the future. And I think fields is a good fit for, for Chicago. So I, I just, I see it hard for those two teams to, to get away from them and find anybody else in a draft. I think it just devalues what those guys are doing for you right now. If you go out and get another quarterback, who's young, cause you've got two guys who's, you know, second and first year in the league, pretty much.
0: Well, and another thing, Justin Fields played what one year in college and then he went to the NFL, so he's gonna it's gonna There's take some a time to marinate. Day. Yeah, uh, Tyler, you got your fantasy football corner ready to rock and roll? I uh, sure do. All right, let's let's kick off. I'm Tyler. trying to at least. <laughs> ah, what the heck? Skip it. Is it not working? All right, well. Yeah, skip it. We'll do. We'll have a
3: Twitter version of it.
0: Oh. Yes, there you go. Uh, Fantasy football corner advice this week is just go with your gut. We yeah, are doing it a little early good. here, you know. My advice yeah. is, or just quit from it. <laughs> yeah, or quit. Go go with your gut. If you're or- entitled, hey,
3: actually, I can attest to that because with all my redraft teams, I sit there and I look at who's hot this year, who's not, and I end up screwing it up every year. With this dynasty team that I joined on a whim. I didn't even think i was gonna do it but literally i had jamar chase in the first round i was like oh it'd be fun as hell to play him with joe burrow and watch their career (laughs) and like i pick with my heart on every pick and i'm like 22 and 2 over the last two years so play with your heart trust your gut i mean it's a lot more fun when your guys are winning for you than some random that disappoints you because you listen to you know some dude on twitter Tell you who to be the Four
0: dudes on a podcast tell you who to start fantasy <laughs> yeah, football. Start four
3: dudes and two of them are going to be playing in the toilet bowl for the second consecutive year. <laughs> <The> real winners. <laughs> yeah, now you yeah, are top of the five.
1: division for both of our both of our divisions. So it's like Jacob well, wins
3: it. Jacob picks with his heart, and he's winning. I just, I just.
1: Like no joke, when we get on for the draft, like I don't know how anybody else prepares for a draft. Like Jacob's not even home; sit there all day. I'm Jacob's not even driving home. a forklift half, fork half the time. I'm whipping a forklift
3: half the time. Jacob's like, oh sweet, Miles Sanderson's is in the in NFL now? Wait, I'll take him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and he should he's going to ride my bench for play. the rest of
1: the season. Hey, by the way, he's on the trade block. If anybody wants the freaking guy <laughs> whose team can't win more than one game this year, so you know, I don't know. It, oh, it's it. definitely I. I just get in the draft like two minutes before it starts and just sit down and I just go with my gut.
0: Here you go. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll put something out about fantasy. If t- make if, some uh, gut picks. if we get, if we get it working or just make some gut picks. So hey, with that, uh, okay. What you got? If
1: I, if I end the season, Tyler, 12 and two, and I somehow end up winning out. I'm taking over fantasy Corner. Please do, because I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's not having the time of Tyler time has been fantasy
3: benched school. as the franchise quarterback.
0: We're going with Ben. I already
2: said it, it, it to y'all. Tony Pollard's on the trade block. I'm tanking.
0: Tony Polls. All right, Tony Polls. Well, it's not tanking too much of a for trade right this, the 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 toilet tanking bowl, for next year. <laughs> tanking for next year. All right, so. Uh, with that, we got to get to our NASCAR Neil update. Here we go. Start your
3: engines. Oh, uh, look at that transition! I you like
0: it. it? You like it? Start your engines. We got NASCAR Neil. Neil, how you doing tonight? You got the club hat, guys. Look at that. I, I appreciate showing the the home hometown home field advantage, even though they didn't win. Uh, but what happened? Championship what that Because we took an L.
4: Uh, I will start with the 75th season of NASCAR is down in the books. It was actually a pretty cool kind of year. They did some cool stuff from the Wilkesboro race to Le Mans, to a historic team, finally getting getting the, getting the groove back with Roush. You know, it was a pretty good weekend. Friday started out with, you know, every year I was – I don't cover the lower series much here, but championship weekend I always go into it. Friday night was a late night. It didn't start till like 9.30. Golly, it did, NASCAR it after dark uh it's west coast they're in phoenix but uh ben rhodes won it i know i sent you and wade the video of his post-race press conference because it was legendary like it was two years ago where the man cannot handle his alcohol and he just starts rambling about random stuff and hey at
3: least he started drinking after the race <laughs> oh oh, i mean
4: <laughs> i mean i mean he won it back in 2001 and i remember watching the clips of it on the bus drive going to the bama game that year i'm like this is hilarious i don't know who this dude is but he's now my dude in this series and i've been riding on him ever since then i'm like i want him to win just for part two and it was definitely up to it it was that race was a complete shit show like all the all the final four guys were wrecking each other it literally went to close to 20 20 laps overtime which means Dang. they could which means they couldn't get through two laps a lot of i don't know that, that counts i lost count one point but it was Non stop them wrecking every time. Like, I don't even know how you might as well just put us,
0: us out there to race at that point. I mean, I oh, it was, feel like I could bob and weave through that thing. Oh,
4: It was, I mean, it's brutal. And that series always has they, they the better reputation of guys driving bad, anyways. Then Saturday, which I had it split on with LSU game on one screen, this race, another one, Cole Custer gets the win, which was big for him because he was in the cup last year, cup car last year, where Stuart Haas then took a step down because he really wasn't performing. He was really good in the Xfinity series before got his groove back, and he won the championship first time for Stuart Haas Racing to win the Xfinity championship. Cool moment seeing, you know, that team has success. You know, it was actually a clean ending. All four drivers started on the on the first two rows in their overtime. They they went to one overtime for late caution. They all four started up front, and they raced clean, which was nice to see after Friday night. I was like, good, at least they're not an embarrassment like Friday night awesome. was. You know, oh, yeah, it was it was nice, you know. And then you roll into uh, today. Ross Chastain wins the race, but he, but 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 uh, Ryan Blaney wins the championship because Blaney finished second, but because Ross Chastain was eliminated instead of for the playoffs, it Ryan Blaney won it.
3: Does he still so get expand money? on that a little bit? So you can yeah. still race so yeah. that they have the same number of yeah. drivers on the track, but some yes. people are in contention and others aren't. Yeah.
4: Uh, so it, it's a ten-race playoff. Every every three races, they they eliminate four people. Ross Chastain was in the playoffs. I think he got eliminated in the round of eight. I forget exactly when he got eliminated. But the final race, it's the highest finishing driver of those final four. But everyone else is racing further into the season total points, where he moved up in the standings. I think he was able to move up to like eighth overall for season, which is which which is more money for the team and more money for everybody. It kind of helps with their standings, it helps them long term kind of thing. Do that, kill Williams. Of, you got to finish it out, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it was kind of cool because he did you know, that he did a burnout first in the front stretch. And then Ryan Blaney kind of came and did his and stuff. And you can kind of see the overlap a little bit. Then they took him to the real victory lane while, while Blaney did his front stretch interview and kind of thing. And at first I'm like, the guy won the race. And they didn't cut his interview to like 20 minutes. I'm like, it's kind of doing, doing some disservice to him. I know he didn't win the championship, but he still won the race. Like that's the big deal. You know, it's still second one of the year. He won at Nashville when I was there for and dominated that race, but it, it was kind of cool for Blaney because he had a summer slump. Like, the dude struggled most summer. He won the Coke 600 on Memorial Day weekend. Then kind of fell into, like, I think he had, like, one top nine in the 15 races following that. And then he got on a hot streak in the playoffs. But first stage, Byron led for the pole, flagged the flag, did really good. Harvick, who I'll talk about a little bit later, uh, started out really good. And so it almost beat him to the line there at the end of the stage.
3: He's got, he got that clubby, cool, true to. I his, love
4: it. His name. You, you know I me. Mean? Uh, stage uh, during stage two, Bell, who was one of the final four drivers, blew blew a brake rotor and got loose in the wall, which took him out of contention pretty early. I mean, that was on lap one seventeen of the of the I think the three seventeen total lap. So it's kind of suck for him losing out early. He was running mid up, uh, upper tens, uh, lower teens, kind of all day with Blaney because he qualified not the best, you know. Kind of sucked that for that point in the race, it was just the final three, which which they ran pretty much one, two, three, you know, in order kind of there. But there was a lot of non-playoff drivers competing, which with, with Chastain is the first person in the in the like the round in the final four era of the playoffs that they've now been doing for 20 years now to actually win it, actually win the race as a non-playoff driver. Just kind of cool that he right in this area you know which is it's kind of cool to see that you know but you did get, blaney know going in
3: that hey if i get second you know that's yeah. enough points for me to win
4: uh as long as he's the highest major of the four of the final four drivers
3: oh, okay so it, yeah it, it didn't matter like if no if he had to overcome the guy who was no. currently in first like no it was just yeah, truly it, order of finish
4: it, yep order of finish and it and it kind of came down to it, and I was texting Matt, you know, because he's a big NASCAR as well. Choo-choo. How the Caution came out with uh, with about thirty four to go, same thing as two thousand one, all right, uh, two thousand twenty one championship. Kevin Kyle Larson won that championship because he had a really fast pit stop, and coming out of that out of that pit cycle, Larson won the race off pit road. I was up front. I'm like, oh, Larson's gonna do it again. It's how he won there that year, beat my guy Truex that year. So I'm like, please don't have this happen again. That the guy, you know. But then on that 30-lap run, Blaney started behind him and got behind him, was gaining on him. And then with about 20 or 15-20 go, going to the dog leg, uh, Larson gets loose, and Blaney capitalizes on that, get, catches up to his quarter panel, and makes the move past and then away the last 15 laps, just trying not to make any mistakes for Larson catching him. And I imagine so
3: the teams, was, you know, are still fighting for their individual guys, oh yeah. right?
4: Oh yeah, and it's, and it's one of those things, it's, you know, and with Hendricks, they had the Larson and Byron are both technically teammates, and they're both going for the championship. So it's like, you know, and they were both racing by each other other day all day. Their other two teammates were kind of back there, and then with with Blaney, his teammate last year won the race, and he won it by Blaney riding his bumper and blocking from all day into the, the race. So it's kind of like cool to see him get his moment in Phoenix after he probably could have won the, won the race last year, but didn't want to help his teammate out. You know, and it was. It was really exciting there. I'm not a big fan of the playoffs ending there because to me the racing is usually not the best. You
3: Neil know, wants to bring but it
4: down to Miami. I do.
0: I think that's in it's just a better track. State. What? I said in the Sunshine State. Let me ask you this, Neil, regarding yep. regarding the racing. Uh, I saw on Twitter or X some people were calling to instead of having uh, the full field to just mm. have the four cars. What's your it's, opinion on that? Do you think they should I just it's strategy, cars? I, I think, think so. I think it would be pretty cool. They're uh, well, used think to it, racing with the full field, though.
4: I mean, to me, to me, it's kind of dumb because it eliminates some of the factors. Because, because to me, lap traffic because uh, Phoenix is is a short track technically. I think it's around a mile, but it, it's considered a short track. And lap traffic plays a big deal in that. Like, you know, you know, uh, having a leader kept laps traffic can help. You know, can help change the race because you can have. You know for example if the if you you know manufacturer say there's you know that say say that say that the leaders will a lap car and he's friends with the guy in first he'll let him buy it, but he'll hang back and, and make the make the pass this right. guy more difficult that happened today uh a couple of times where where larson was just trying to make up ground but then another four driver was what let blaney buy him you know and then race larson hard to try to help 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 out larson help out blaney because Again, you know, you want to help out teammates. You know, another point I want to press with Brad. Brad K, one of my guys started dead last because he flew from on Friday. He flew from Phoenix to Charlotte Friday, and then flew back this morning. And which to me, that's insane jet like His wife had a baby yesterday, uh, so he okay. He like All right. makes sense. And it's one of those things, but like he started dead last because because he, he didn't qualify his car. Another guy qualified the car, and he finished top ten. And Is it talking like that's? Impressive, that's that's impressive. Field. Oh yeah, nice like he payday
0: was, for that new kid too. Oh yeah,
4: it's his. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was kind of cool. I want to end this with uh, a major guy retired. Kevin Harvick retired. It was his last race. I kind of mentioned it earlier when I got earlier in the year when it got announced. It's kind of a big deal for the sport because he, you know, he replaced Dale Hart when he died. You know, he was oh, tapped yeah. to he was tapped to take the car over. Uh, third race in 2001 at Atlanta, he won the race beating out Jeff Gordon in a crazy race. I rewatched that race Friday morning because I was bored. And you can watch all the old races online now for free. So I'm like, I'm gonna watch this old race just to see what it's all about. You know, it was kind of cool. His historic team, it's 14, they're really good. He finished seventh today, which is nice to see. Like, the guy was competitive to the very end. You know, you have some guys like Jimmy Johnson who struggled in their last season, doesn't really do anything, but he got to a final uh, thing, you know. They had oh a lot of God. stuff to honor him. They had a lot of stuff to honor him. It was cool where he, last few races, he's done different old schemes so back. Today he had his his Kevin Harvick light, Bush light scheme to, mm-hmm. that he ran a couple of years ago. It was kind of cool. His family was, was there, you know, to celebrate with him, you know. You know, but it's one of those things. He's leaving the car, but he'll be in the booth next year for Fox, the first half of the season, which would be good to see him in there. He's a big voice in the garage and how he's kind of come along, you know. And then – kind of overshadowed that, but Eric Amarola, the driver of the 10 car is also retiring. He doesn't have that kind of career to, to get a lot of praise for, but he's still a consistent driver that has, I think he has four wins, which if you get more than two wins, you're considering the, in the top, in the, in the, in the top 10 of the sport, you know, if you oh, get wow. more, than, more than two wins, it's, it's hard to win once, but it's even hard to win twice. So, you know, and, but I think he'll be running some part-time stuff next year, next year. They're saying in Xfinity, maybe, you know, but, but yeah, it's, it was a good year i'm excited to see what happens next year you know you know next year's schedule is gonna be kind of weird so i'm kind of excited to see how that goes you know we kick off at the clash the weekend the weekend before the super, weekend before the super bowl again in la hopefully for the last year you know but i mean, so I, mean I, I won't start it no uh every year they do it they did like a preseason expeditionary race the oh, last yeah. two years they, they did at the coliseum right yeah the last two years and they're there's talk about with the nfl
0: around. going on in in the no. middle remember we talked about no. boycotted that. <laughs> yeah no i no. think that would be
4: awesome i think it'd be crazy to see but i mean it's rams it's chargers
0: excited. at
3: the coliseum with nascar going on around it
4: <laughs> i mean um, i mean i'm excited this was a fun year kind of wild you know some of these teams that we thought were gonna be good and some of the teams that kind of that were good last year didn't have not being as good you know Next season will be fun having races back to back almost two weeks apart from each other. That I'll be going to trying to drag, drag, you know, Chet to one because it's an hour from his house. Yeah,
3: and you might be going but to Charlotte for uh, I'm, whole... I'm talking
4: about trying to do that. I may go to I may go to, to, to next year. I'm taking my dad to go go down to Talladega next year. So get okay, a NASCAR Neil camping at, at
0: Talladega for, for I, camping. I, I want to do it middle part. That'd be awesome. I want
4: to do it so bad. I'm taking my dad to do my like, dad come down over the weekend. Let's do it. Have a good time. I want to get that Matt works.
3: and Neil on the track together at like Nola Motor Speedway, and have them uh, race it out. Like then, I'm pre, also trying to get him to come up for race promotion.
4: next year as well. But I don't but, know how that's going to happen with the with his stuff going on in his life. So I'm like, ah. But we'll we'll do
0: motorsport, Matt NASCAR, Neil racing out in Nola Nola Speedway <laughs> to see who gets to come on as the new NASCAR. Yeah, each pocket. week y'all have
3: to <laughs> challenge each other. I um, like
0: it. We'll get we'll get like NASCAR twelve. Load it up on the Xbox and get them just racing online. But we'll be in the
3: race too, just like the championship, where like exactly. we have no yeah. say on it, but we can take it oh. out
0: just mass oh. chaos, crash. <laughs> no, like no. Well, Neil, I appreciate it uh, with your NASCAR updates. It was a good end to the season with, with Blaney winning. He was a pretty young guy, so it's always good and to see. and it's also he's
4: he, he's also a fan favorite. All the he's a, everybody in the garage loves him. You know, he's kind of a guy. He comes from a racing family. His dad raced NASCAR for a long time. Never won a race. His grandfather was a, was a big sprint racer. So it's one of those things you love to see the drivers who are from the old racing stock have success, you know. you know. Exactly. And, yeah, and also, legacy guys. Oh, oh, yeah. And also Penske Racing, they went back-to-back championships with Logano last year. Good, get to see the, see the old captain. The man's 80. He looks like he's 70. The man was so walking around video. I'm like, that guy's older than dirt almost. And he's out there just walking around drinking beer. I'm like, this is amazing.
0: Yeah, oh, but love to see it. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's show with our NASCAR Neil update. We appreciate anybody, everybody listening in, watching live on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like, comment, share to your grandma. You know the deal. Um, My grandma does watch. <laughs> what's up, Wade's grandma? Thanks for watching. <laughs> um, anything else, guys? Before we send it into the stratosphere? No. Not nope. enough, All right. your so. best Yeah, send it into the stratosphere. Catch us next week, uh live again, probably Monday night. Uh y'all have a good one. See ya. See ya.